everybody. I want to say God bless you to everybody and may everybody um, have the mercy and grace go with you today. I'm Taj Davis, and I'm going to be talking to you about God and how to let go of old baggage that keeps you uh, stagnant from reaching the grace and the beauty, the plan that God uh, has for you. And um, I've been... um, Working on myself, looking at things I've done, um, things other people have done to me, and forgiving myself for allowing them to take so much power from me, or me giving away uh, power that wasn't even mine. Because in all reality, in all reality, God only gave us one power, and that's the power to deny the flesh, to deny the demons, to set the devil back in his place when he comes upon you. Uh, that's the power that we have. But we decided to uh, take that power and give it to some human, some other person that is no better than we are. You know, we let him put us down, we let him hit us, we let him cheat on us, we let him do all kinds of different things and I want to show you what I've been doing for the last 10 years and anyone that knows me and see the changes in me God is is alive and he is real he is so very real and I have so much things that has happened to me that I've overcome and it's all because of the grace of God, you know. And the only way I can even decipher anything that I've learned about subtracting things that society has put on me, that has banned me from succeeding and moving forward in, in life, is to forgive me first. That's the only way to learn acceptance of, of our inevitability, uh, inevitability to die, and I, and no one wants to die, but this was always a temporary situation. It's never meant to be permanent, you know. And we gotta, we as believers, we have got to do everything possible everything in our power to get to know our mighty savior and to and to know thyself the only way to get to god and the many rooms that have been prepared for us is to follow our guide and jesus leaves a little note to tell you that the only way you will get to the father is through him and the only way to get to to him is to know him through knowing thyself. And once I got that and I understood what it meant, I leaped. I leaped for God, for Jesus, for my Holy Spirit to guide me, for the strength and the power of 
all things possible. I had to let go of everything I ever knew, everything I wanted to know, everything that I believed to be true, everything that I was taught, everything that society took from me, everything that life stole from me. I had to figure out how to get it all back. So I had to reinvent myself. And the way I did it was kind of, I guess, kind of ragged. I moved around a lot and I was a truck driver. I became a truck driver for that purpose um, from a small town. And being from that small town, you know, people know you. They never let you live it down, no matter if you've been gone 10, 20 years. Because I lived in Pennsylvania for over 10 years. And uh, I came, went back in 2009 to Phoenix. And the people that remember me and knew me, they just, family members, it was like nothing changed. But I was different. I knew I was different. And I used to be a very timid and very suicidal child. I used to be like, be black and blue. But my my mom, the bully at school, ever since Curiel, I had a, a second or third grade, I had a bully. And it was nothing nice. I mean, I got beat every day for no reason. I mean, it was just like all kinds of things happening in my life. And I became a very suicidal person. I even became a self-harming person. And um, I despised God and I shunned him. And I didn't believe in the faith that he had already had instilled in my essence something died something was taken from me all the innocence everything i knew to be pure and true was no longer solid a solidarity in my foundation in my upbringing in my life in my young childhood i've been raped nine times total in my entire life you know and i know a lot of people they say like the abuse that I experienced only happened in movies or this and this but a lot of people experience abuse and and whether it's emotional physical mental it doesn't matter it's abuse it's abuse and you have to take your power back you have to take your power back and build yourself in the eyes of the Lord not in the eyes of society. Society could care less about how far you go in life or what you succeed at in life or what you don't succeed at in life. They're only a objective. The ones that don't have humanity, the ones that don't believe in the great power of our Lord Jesus and our King, Jehovah. You don't believe, that's, that's you. But my job, and I believe this with my whole heart, because when I left out of ICU, in uh, November 2014, I was in there for uh, severe pneumonia and severe bronchitis. Had it at the same time. I've been on oxygen since. Um, but my, thank God, my stuff is not progressed as everyone thought. You know, it. it God has done so much in my life. I used to do a, a one drug in my entire life. It was crack. This is my first time even like trying to like even talk about this. 
says, and I just found out I have PTSD because of the abuse inflicted on me as a, uh, a child, a young adult, teenager. You know, it was it was just crazy. You know, my upbringing, and I still have to deal with the the fact that my mother never loved me. Never. She never loved me. She never. She still. To this day, I call and check on her. She puts me to the ringer, like to the wall. She tries to figure out why I was not able to be broken. I was not being able to be broken because it's not in my essence. It's not, you know, you did me the worst. And you won't, won't even tell people, wouldn't even tell people my name. She wouldn't even tell people my name, y'all. No. She introduced me to people when I moved back there in 2009. This is the one. This is the one that I told you I did the worst that loves me the most. And she's right. You know, but it cut through me. Yes, it did. It cut through me like, like you wouldn't believe. But I came to the realization that I have been wandering throughout all my entire life looking for a love that I only needed to give to myself because her love was not genuine. Her love didn't know how to appreciate someone like me, a child like me, you know? I love my mother, but not nobody mess with her. I don't give a damn. I do not curse my mother at her, per se. You know, sometimes some things may come out, but you know what? It's nobody's business about what relationship me and my mother have. Because if you don't understand our relationship, because a lot of people, you know, I've been in relationships. I don't understand why you, how you can talk to her. I can't stand how she treated you, and I, you weren't there. You know, you can say that, and you can you can be distant from my mother. You can do this, you, but the good book says to honor thy mother and thy father. I know I don't have to deal with her shit. No, it did not say I have to answer her call every time she freaking calls three, four, five times every day trying to trying to fuck with my head. No, I don't have to do that. All I have to do is pray for her. All I have to do is give everything inside me into that prayer for someone else. I don't have enemies. I pray for all my enemies if I do have them. You know, I pray for the people that I'll never meet. I pray for the people that I've met and been in my life for a short term, short, short time, long term, you know, positive term, negative term. I, I thank God for all the bad things that's ever happened to me because if it wasn't for all those bad things and all that abuse my mother put me through, the strength, the epitome, the epitome of strength right now that that's helped me get through ICU. If I was that weak, timid thing that I started out to be and things like that, there's no way I would have the strength to even, even fathom being that, you know? And my anger was, was more than rage. It was A biodolical descending of emotions. Descending emotions. Meaning, I thought no one was, was ever there for me. I thought life was just the way it was going to be. I never thought I'd live to even be 50, which I will be December 17th of this year. And... I make 50 be the new 30, I'm just saying, you know, 
And you think with all the health issues and, and things I got, man, you know, my life, I was in ICU making all everybody laugh, you know, because that's my character. That's that's a part of me. It's, it's my essence to be uh, 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 funny when I'm afraid to be, uh, you know, joking and, and having everybody laugh because they might see what's on my face. They might see me. And I've ran from me's for so long. It's time to stop running. It's time for me to stand up and tell my experiences and tell um, all of all about my walk with God. All about how he talks with me, how he rocks me, how he's my strength, how he's he lifts me when I'm down, how he heals me when I'm sick. And we're going to take this to a whole new level of believers of Christ. Your guide, your spirit is desolated. And we need to bring it back and we need to strengthen it and we need to understand what the guide is really for. Why the spirit shakes like it does. Why the spirit is the soft voice that telling you, no, you shouldn't do that. You promise not to do that. You know that it's not right. Don't, don't do it. And it's hit every one of us in the back of our mind several times. You know, some of us is more stubborn than others. We keep bumping our head and bumping our head and bumping our head till there ain't no more bumping to be running into. But we still pounding our damn head with the shit that 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 creeps up on us that we thought we would have gotten over. Well, let me tell you something. You can't get over yourself. Point blank, you can't get over yourself. I want to read. Hold on, I put it up here. Give me a second. Uh, okay, that's how it's gonna be.
I'm a counselor uh, to people that want to learn how to let go of their uh, luggage. Because see, what the, what the main idea of thy should know thyself, meaning like all those hurtful things, I don't care if I'm way back from a child, you've been abused, uh, all the different relationships that you've been in, it means to go back and pick up and forgive yourself for what you allowed, what you gave the power of a human being to have over you in order to conquer that spirit that God gave you. So you gotta forgive yourself for allowing all, any of that to happen. Like I said, if you were a kid, then the only thing you, you gotta do is still forgive yourself and acknowledge it so you can move forward and look at the things that those people have done to you and keep that in your mind, in the back, back of your mind of something that you do not want to happen in your life again. And then uh, the technique that I use, you write on one side the cons of loving this person, of, of being with this person, does the person love you or and then we're talking about from the past. So, of course they didn't love you because if they did, you'd still be together. But at, at any interval, you want to write the pros and cons of that. Then you take all the cons that you wrote from that particular relationship, from that particular life that you were in. And you go over to your name Put your name right there and say present to future. The past is gone. Then you write, start taking out from the first con. How can you, what can you do to allow that never to happen again? And you keep going from the cons and writing that down. But then, that is from your relationship. Then you write from your side how you allow this person to take so much power over you. How, what, what happened that made you feel so insecure? Uh, how were they able to break you down? And you go to your side of the paper and you write, what you didn't like about what that person did to you and then you write how you could never how you as a woman or as a man will never allow that part to happen in your life again and then watch how those temperaments of that relationship or that abuse fall off of you because as long as you step, stand in the poor me card or someone is doing something similar 
that another your old relationship did and you're blowing it up and it's out of proportion because you can't blame that new person that you chose to bring into your life and you can't blame that person for something that they have no clue about and that's that's what we do as as individuals we do not give ourselves enough time to heal from a relationship I remember um, I was in a relationship for like I believe it was like nine about nine years and I, I swear I did not know this woman had took so much confidence from me you know I, I, I had no clue and so with, with that being said it took me two years not being with nobody sorting out my stuff what I gaining my power back because this is how bad I was uh, I walk into a store or I'll be walking on the sidewalk girls would be screaming said oh my god like like that and I go to the store or whatever and the girls would say like you know hide me I put my head down and walk real fast wanted to seem like I had uh, something wrong with me uh, mentally unstable but <laughs> at the end of the day I started realizing what this woman really took from me and the only way that I I knew that was I remember we were in an argument a little uh, at one point and I said fuck it fine I'm just gonna do what you do to you what you do to me and when she kicked her head back and she said the fuck if you are I knew right then and there she knew exactly what she was doing to me she knew exactly how to play that game on me and that's when I started secretly building myself up because I never cussed this woman okay and so one day she was like talking our shit or doing whatever and I said bitch if you don't fucking leave me the hell alone she turned around and said what did you just call me how do you fucking heard me then I got my own place <laughs> um God will work on you as long as you work on you and it's not gonna be easy because see the evil things that we think we hide from everybody else God knows because like if you notice if, if uh, your friend comes to you or uh, an associate or somebody and they talking to you about their relationship right it's always about what she doing or what he doing they never put their shit in there or even if they do it, oh, well, I didn't do anything. Alright. Regardless of what you don't believe in, Christ calls us because he wants us to be new. In his sight. And so it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, 
He is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. God says he gives us all new names. All new names. This is why, why we think we should have all these many different aliens. It's like five o'clock in the morning. I've been slept. I've been thinking and rolling around in my head how I'm going to do this. I know God wants me to do it. It's, it's been very powerful, a very powerful pull on my spirit and my heart and my mind mentally. Um, and I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to talk to you about my dreams uh, growing up. Um, I had a lot of spirits around me. I, uh, I uh, was slapped by a ghost. Um, all the dreams that I had, a lot of dreams about the end of the world, about Jesus coming, uh, about the fire, brimstone, I'm gonna I'm gonna relate and and, and tell you all this, how I ca I became uh, I came uh, I came as close as anyone could at that time and age. I was 16 when I think I was gonna commit suicide at the park. Um, yes, and when I told a couple pastors about what happened to me, they said I came as close as anyone could today in meeting God. I was like, hmm. And I forgot even why I even went to the park. You know, I had the gun in my pocket, but I forgot why I even went there. I walked back like, like, oh, golly geez. You know, shit like that. It, 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 it. I smiled and I hadn't smiled in years. I was 16, hadn't smiled in years from all the beatings. I was so tired. I was so tired upon, upon being tired that I had been beating my own ass going to, um, going to um, empty buildings and stuff like that, busting my fists against bricks, windows, whatever, and for like two, three hours, you know, and then I sit down outside and just bleed, watch it just drop. I just was tired of being a doormat, you know, punching bag. And I thought I had got all over that thing. I, th I thought I had just a good bead on myself and who I was. Well, it looked like it had a, a good bead on me. And uh, we'll get into that and talk about that. And uh, we're gonna have some lessons and things like that. We're gonna be doing uh, meditation talk downs. Um, everything that I found and I researched and I did to get me to the point that I am right now, which is so mediocre after 10 years, but I'm here. And that's what's important. And if I, my story can be told and, and it helps one person not to understand and, and, and realize that they're not the only one that hurts. They're not the only one going through 
certain things or went through certain things, that there is light at the end of the tunnel, that the storm will pass over. You know, everything is not going to just stay all bad. You know, you got to have some faith in something or you will always be a part of the world. And we will never, this is not our home, this is not our world. And that's the realization that we need to face and we need to accept that we're going to be going home. We're going to be living there. We're going to be living, have our own mansions. We're going to be with animals. There will be no tears, no old age, no nothing like that. No pain. It's beautiful. And just think of the magnificence of spending time with Jesus. Just on, on all that mercy and grace and holiness. Look to the sky and, and all the things that are happening right now around us. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. He's the great predictor. He left a prediction for us to, to follow guidelines to, to live by and if we would have just did it instead of being stubborn and rebellious we would have not had to go through or endure half the shit that we caused ourselves and that we're still causing in our lives because we won't accept the reality that God is real um God said he gives us a new name. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches, to everyone who is victorious. I will give some of the manna that has been hidden away in heaven and I will give to each one a white stone and on that stone will be engraved a new name that no one understands except the one who receives it. That's in Revelations chapter 2, verse 17. No one will know your name but you. It's already given to you. It's already written in a book at birth. It's you that loose, lost the faith, not God. All things must come to pass in order for us to... One, not tell me one thing that he gave the apostles or that he ever said to the apostles in his lifetime on this earth, short life, lifetime on this earth. When did he ever say life was made easy for us? This is the devil's playground. You know it. I know it. God knows it. And what do we do? We rebel. We rebel. And God is angry, hurt, upset. Okay? Why should he have to give, show you signs that he's real? Who made the air that you breathe? Do you see that? No. You feel it? Yeah. 
And that's what I do with all my heart and soul and my mind and every being, every core being that, that feels anything within this flesh knows that God is alive and he's coming. He's coming. And I don't have to see him to know he's real. I, I know what he's done in my life. I know what he's brought to my life. I know what he's taken from my life. I know how he's made me made me search myself and take out and admit all the empty deeds and all the dirty uh, conniving issues and, and talk uh, shit about people that I've done. And, and, and you know, just me being me. Try not to let no one else hurt me. Let no one see my pain. Let nothing, 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 nothing get in. Nothing get in. But I can't be like that because I'm a shepherd. When I left ICU, I claimed to be a general and I didn't care what nobody said. That's what who I am and that's what I'm gonna be in God's army. I am a general, but not yet. I still have a lot to learn. I'm a toddler, I'm a shepherd. And I know that with certainty. And I've been asking God to give me a way to get his followers to feel that spirit, to, have, to feel the growth of that spirit. And that's why we're going to um, initiate meditation talk downs. It's at your own discretion. But all I would ask is give it seven days. Seven days, just push a button. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this, this morning. Thank you for the thoughts and, and the, the fulfillment that you have brought into my mind and in my heart and in my spirit to know what to say, to, 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 to be there for the people that are of you, of your blood, of, of your uh, purity, that we will walk together, we'll share together all the new and amazing experiences and the journey that we will take together. I thank you, dear Lord. For all those souls that's going to be saved in your great, 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 merciful name. Um, thank you for my, my friends. Thank you for my family. Thank you for the government. Thank you for um, all the, all the non-disciplines in life that, that, that cause recklessness, that make people wake up and see the reality of your grace and your mercy. I want to thank you for helping my eyes be open and free to understand that everything that had, that pretty much after I turned 18 was because of me. Thank you for showing me that without those things happening, I would still be a cage in a cage and not be free. We love you, God. We love you. 
And we ask that you stay in our hearts and in our spirits and and in our minds, guiding us on a daily walk with you. Make us thirsty, dear Lord, so we may seek all that is true in your name. Amen. try to get some sleep now, but um, we're going to get into this, we're going to talk about experiences that we've had, Um, we're going to get some badges going, we're going to get some certificates, Um, might even have a spinning wheel at at some interval for those uh, participants or Followers, followers of God that bring others into the fold and things like that. We will um, have uh, some vouchers or, or some uh, gifts and things for that. Um, it's a nonprofit, so donations are welcomed. Um, if you like what you hear and you want to be a part of something great. And all the benefits that are are going to be immaculate from our Father, Jehovah, then come walk with me. Let's stay on that narrow road together. There's enough room. It's enough room for us all. All right. I'll be back on here talking with you guys this afternoon. You guys be blessed. Much love. This is Taj Taj Davis. And, uh, yeah. Have a blessed morning.